0: Welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage? The show where you sit down with your favorite comedians and find out if they grew up classy or if they're complete trash, I'm your host H Foley coming at you on a beautiful day here at mommy's house in blue belt, Pennsylvania, where the beers are cold and the pool's empty. <laughs> my co-host back in New York city, probably making a grab at some empanadas to load up on before he heads back down to the Jersey shore. He's the brains behind the operation. He's my best friend. Let me tell you something, folks. Next time you're reaching for a best pal, make it a kippy. Cause this kid's all right. Give it up for Kevin, James, Ryan, everybody.
1: Hey, gang, happy to be here. Thanks for tuning in. Um, As always, make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. And uh, full full video available on YouTube, you can subscribe there as well. And for everybody waiting for me in North Wildwood, I'll be back later today. (laughs) Get the Sam's pizza ready. Daddy's coming home.
0: Keep the fucking funnel cake hot. The kid's coming back, and I (laughs) like it. Gang, we are ecstatic to have our very, very special guest here on the podcast today. Uh, We're going to go over this rap sheet this man has got on him. As an actor, he has appeared in Beer League, Grand Theft Auto, A Little Help, Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Girls, Californication, Louie, Inside Amy Schumer, Trainwreck, Red Oaks, and, of course, Crank Yankers. He is the host of Everybody is Awful on Barstool Sports. He has also appeared on Last Call with Carson Daly, Tough Crowd with Colin Quinn, Chelsea Lately, The Howard Stern Show, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Gotham Comedy Live, The Joe Rogan Experience, The Church of What's Happening Now, and, of course, 128 episodes of that metal show. So we know he's got a little bit of cash on him. (laughs) But the big question in everybody's mind today, is he garbage? Ladies and gentlemen, give it the fuck up for one of the OGs, Mr. Jim foreign
2: team ladies and gentlemen thank you the, the, my biggest credit out of all of them you it wasn't listed on there i played the bluebell firehouse <laughs> and when you mentioned bluebell i'm like i remember being there it's outside <laughs> in pennsylvania 45 minutes outside of philly yeah and i remember bringing a hot date there too <laughs> I go, look, I got this gig tonight. She's like, I'll go with you. And I didn't want to tell her I was playing in a firehouse.
0: <laughs> Dude, that's always told a tough break. Told yeah. her it was the Bellagio. I was like,
2: look, I, you know, it's this thing I'm doing, a, 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 you know, for my friend, uh favor. No, I'll go with you. I got nothing to do. I'm like, all right, look, it's it's, it's at this firehouse. She's like, that's all right. And she didn't fit in there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can she imagine. Stripping. Yeah, holy shit oh That's shit. funny, man.
2: Thanks for doing the show. Yeah, no problem. And I've spent a lot of time down a while. at the comedy club down there? So I spent a lot of summers down there.
1: Yeah, the that way. closed down. How was that? I never, I never even got in there. That closed before I started. But I remember looking around at it.
2: It was amazing. They did two shows a night, seven nights a week. So you got a Ooh. lot of stage time. You know, so it was a great. It was great for me to you know just get up and do sets, especially when I first started. You know, and then the nightlife there used to be open till five in the morning. The clubs in Wildwood—they oh, that. Kid.
1: Wildwood plays it fast and fucking loose, even <laughs> nowadays, dude.
2: I know it was open to five in the morning.
1: Nowhere else was open to five in the morning except for <laughs> Wildwood, dude. Wildwood plays by its own fucking rules. I was—I've been down. I quarantined, so my parents have a house down there. When shit hit the fan in New York, and nobody knew what was going on, I'm like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. So me and my wife went down there, and we were hanging out. And I mean, like, just weekend after weekend, there'd be more and more people. Games on the boardwalk opening up. Meanwhile, people are fucking collapsing all over the fucking world. And Wildwood's doing the ring toss on Maury's Pier, dude. It was crazy. Yeah. Good time. Oh,
0: my God. Now, Jim, you were born in Brooklyn, but raised in Jersey. Did you Did you guys Like,
2: two years old, I moved from Brooklyn. I don't remember being there. I pretty much grew up in Jersey. I lived down in Florida for a little while. But pretty much Jersey, born and bred. As a kid, you lived down in Florida? Uh, when I was in high school, junior senior year, I moved down. I uh, my family moved down there, and then a couple of years later, I went, moved back again. So I spent about four years down in Florida. Did
0: you move back solo, or did you move back with your family?
2: The day I graduated from high school, I drove my uh, shitty car back from Florida to New Jersey because I hated it so bad down there. Yeah, and, uh, you know. I, and then I came back. My yeah, my parents decided to move between sophomore and junior year, which was horrible because you know you have no friends. Yeah, both your friends grew up with. And then all of a sudden, you're down there. And I got put in like this private Catholic school where, you know, they were all like rich kids and stuff. And I was like, you know, this heavy metal dude with, you know, Ozzy written on my notebook, like that, with long hair. They were all driving daddy's Mercedes. I had a beat up, shitty Volkswagen. Yeah. So I was why did run? your parents yeah.
0: decide to move you down there, though?
2: My dad wanted to open up a, like a, a catering business down there. He always had a dream. He had a good job in New York and in Philadelphia. He worked for a while. And, uh, he just decided he wanted to buy these, like, lunch trucks and, and go to the construction sites and, you know, and, and buy a whole round of them, like six, and then it completely bombed. But that, was,
0: <laughs> that was my dad's dream, too. He wanted, he wanted, he always wanted a hot dog stand and he wanted a, he wanted a lunch truck because he's been fascinated with them our entire lives.
2: Yeah, he, he bought a route of, like, six lunch trucks. That's and just, you know, bought it right off these people, but it just, feel like, completely tanked. It just didn't work out.
1: The Roach you know? Coaches, baby. Gotta love them. Oh, dude, and they
2: were, they, they were all really old and shitty, and they were always yeah. breaking down. It was uh, a mess.
1: Dude, a hot dog from one of them things <laughs> was fucking A-OK, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they cooked them in something else on those carts, man.
2: Oh, yeah. I know. I used to, you know, clean <laughs> them and all this stuff. Yeah, it was just a... But that was his dream. He wanted to do that for some reason.
1: I don't know what it is with dads
0: in the from the Northeast. For some reason, they think Florida is like fucking, you know, like it's just the end all bit. Go down to Florida. That's all they all want to do is go to fucking Florida. I don't get it.
2: Well, his mom and his brother lived down there. We'd go down there like once or twice a year for vacation. Okay. Yeah, we, we had a lot of family down there, you know. So he just decided to uh, take a chance. It didn't work out.
1: And I love they the all balls. Came back. I love the ball the a,
2: credit for, for, for leaving a, a, a good job, you know, we yeah. had seven kids. So, you know, you had to feed a lot of mouths. So leaving a good job in New York City to try that, you know, try that out just didn't work out for
0: him. what did he do in the city?
2: He was a accountant for a Dun Broad Street. Okay. Damn. Good job. You know, grew up middle class. Yeah. Yeah, you know, We had seven of us, you know, That's so
1: crazy
0: seven. God damn.
2: The Irish Catholics—they don't pull out. You know, I know. I'm the same.
1: My mom's one of nine, and it's like we're like fucking ticks, yeah. dude. Everywhere we go, I meet cousins. <laughs> it's ridiculous.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's just—I know. I got 14 nieces and nephews. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
1: fucking... All named Mary. Can't yeah. keep track yeah. of them. And I'm I'm 33, and I just got mad. But it's like New York, 33, and we don't have kids. You know what I mean? And they're like, when they're like, well, I had five kids by the time I was your age. I'm like, yeah, its not happening over here. Slow it down.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, they started in like twenty, twenty-one. They married the first person and that was it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Seven kids. So did you guys grow up in a single family home? would, would you guys have your own play like a or was it like an apartment or yeah. anything? No, we had a house. Nice. Yeah. So classic good.
2: Yeah, we play yeah, classic, you know, white picket fence, basketball court in the back, you know, playing baseball Ooh. sports. My dad was, you know, the coach manager all that stuff you know it was always the gate they always came to the game so it was nice you know close-knit community it was cool in the neighborhood we all just get together and just you know wreck shit all the kids <laughs> we're wild you know.
1: yeah we're nothing's better than it. wrecking shit dude that's the as a kid finding something you can fucking break in the woods or something <laughs> is fucking right. second to none dude
0: yeah just to kick, think, kick things off since you brought it there um did you guys have a garage growing up yeah. Inside that garage, did you have an extra refrigerator, like an old beat-up refrigerator with sodas no. and shit like that? No, we
2: never had that. We never had a second refrigerator.
0: Yeah, no garage fridge. I know. Right.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised. You figured we might have had one, like, in the laundry room where the laundry was, possibly a second one. Okay.
0: I can't remember, though. We always used that laundry room, the top of the uh, the washer and dryer. We'd put a sheet over top of that for parties – and that, that's where It turns the bar,
1: into a
2: bar. Yeah. yeah, that's where the bar would be. Oh, that's a good idea.
1: <laughs> Catch your aunt late night sitting on that thing later, huh? <laughs> Sweet vermouth and cherries all over. <laughs> but the garage fridge is like an indicator of like trashy, of like, you know, middle class family because they, they can't come to terms with throwing out a refrigerator. So they just keep it somewhere else in their house. You know what I mean? To them, it's this huge purchase. So they put it in the basement, the laundry room, the garage. So it's like a signifier of a level of trashiness and I, I grew up with one in the garage from like nineteen you know it was from like nineteen
2: sixty four so yeah yeah, I don't know i mean I, I if they did have a second one, it was because the you know they we couldn't fit the food in the in the one <laughs> Seven kids yeah, yeah, that's
1: true. How, know, how
0: stretched of, out yeah. are, you, are you and your brothers and sisters
2: pretty close. In age, there's a 12-year difference between seven of us.
1: Oh God.
2: shit. My mom, their mom was popping them out like every year, and then it was like every other year towards the end, and shook a couple years off at the last one. We were pretty close.
0: How That's was that rotation bad. trying to use the fucking bathroom down there? That must have been insane.
2: Yeah, you know, it's like, well, I, I always say, because I didn't masturbate until I was 21, and I like, <laughs> I shared a room with two of my other brothers, so there was no time. I could never, end the bathrooms, you had to get in get out. So I just didn't have any personal place to do it.
1: Oh, my. Dude, you would have caught me in the woods or something. There's no <laughs> way I could have lasted until 21. I mean, I was looking
2: at dirty magazines in the woods. Like, you know, we have our little fort. You know, we build up Yeah, the a little
0: fucking little stash. Everybody had that. It's fucking that, great. Yeah,
2: but we go to garage sales and get them for like a dime, old Playboys or penthouses. And we go, go in the woods and keep them in our fort, you know. And then we get fireworks and blow up, you know. Blockbusters, M eighties and shit like that. So
0: Yeah, see that's the funny thing, is is one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on is because Kevin's a little bit younger than me. I'm forty-four, so he's a nineties kid. I'm an eighties kid, and technically you would be a seventies kid. Yeah, pretty much. Right? Yeah. And even the the difference between those things, it's like in the eighties or, or you know, when I was a kid, you wouldn't find Playboys at a at a at a yard sale. Yeah, that's that that's wild. 70s shit right there.
2: Yeah, that was definitely 70s shit and a lot of fireworks. And I don't know about the 80s, but in the 70s was a ton of
0: fireworks. Selling fireworks at a yard. <laughs> Dude, that was dangerous. You know, we didn't get them
2: there. We got them from, I don't know where we got them from, but we were always setting them off. We were, you know, M80s, blockbusters, blowing up people's mailboxes.
0: Yeah. Your generation was really like, your generation was like the ones that lost a finger, fell off the high yeah. dive, fucking cracked their head open at the roller rink. So all that stuff started going away.
2: We used to bring fire, throw them at concerts, like a pack of firecrackers and stuff. That was a big thing back in back when I, my brothers, my older brothers, would take me is people lighting off fireworks at shows and just throwing them in the crowd.
0: Jeez. In a closed, like like an inside oh, yeah. concert,
2: Square Garden, yeah. Just a, a pack of firecrackers, just wing it, and just you know, be right by someone's head, they look around like <laughs> who did that, and you just you know, pretend you didn't do
1: it. That's crazy. That was when you can't even like take your shirt off anymore at a concert. Like back then it was just, if you, you ever like looked at it like a sporting game, like a, a sporting event, just everybody's like smoking cigs inside yeah. their fucking long hair shirts off. The players were smoking.
2: Yeah. And then also they used to always pass a joint around. Like the joint was always passed along and you would just take a hit off it. You didn't even know who started <laughs> passing, but that was like the thing to do. Or what was like, in it. It was like a pay it forward thing. Everybody just, if you had a joint pass it around, to everybody in your aisle, wherever you were sitting at a show. So I was getting high at like 12, 14 years old going to concerts.
1: What concerts were you going to?
2: I saw, you know, Black Sabbath, Van Halen, Aerosmith, Ted Nugent. I had older brothers that would take me. My parents like, all right, you could take them, just take care of them. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. they were like four or five years old. It was great. Yeah. I was like, don't tell mom. Like, I'm not gonna tell her I'm smoking weed. Why
1: would I fucking tell her I was smoking weed, You don't tell her either. Yeah, exactly. Damn, that's fucking. That's a childhood. Yeah, I, I, right there.
2: A at I at seventeen. At seventeen, I was like, I don't like this. I don't like the feeling. Yeah, I get was paranoid, the same. I get tired, and I have smoked maybe three times since.
1: Hmm. I was the same. Dude. I started like fourteen or fifteen. We stole it from like someone's mom or something, you know, and got high an in the woods. And I had a panic attack at thirteen years old when you don't know what a panic attack is. You really freak <laughs> the fuck out. Now I'm like, oh, I'm panicking, but dude. When you think the feds are after you when you're 13, smoking a three-foot bong, shit gets a little dicey. It does. Well,
0: those concerts must have been crazy because that was – I mean, that was fucking lawless. You're just – there's no scan. You're just ripping a ticket. Would they sneak you in and shit like that and, like, make you hide in the trunk and all that crap? No,
2: you could get in at any age. Um, My dad used to take me to pro wrestling matches at Madison Square Garden. You had to be, I think, either 14 or 16 to get in. I think it was 16 because it was blood usually at those matches. Yeah, and you had to be so I, I I used to wear my mom's high heel shoes like the kiss platform shoes and wear like long jeans so you couldn't see so I looked taller so I can get in because my dad's like look I'm not gonna go from Jersey take the train to Madison Square Garden and you can't get in mm-hmm. so I was like all right, so we said all right let's just make you make you look taller for some reason and it worked I never yeah. got stopped I was 14 <laughs> going I was supposed to be 16.
1: He'd give you a briefcase to look professional <laughs> <Yeah>. walking in.
2: <laughs>
1: Don't fuck this up for me, kid. I know, because then we'd have to get the train
2: away home. We already got the tickets and all that stuff, so. I respect uh, it. And I would have done, done the you, same you, thing. You look at that old wrestling stuff. Like, in the 70s, they have it on, like, YouTube or the WWE. There was hardly any kids at those shows. It was all, like, grown men.
1: That yeah.
2: was, uh, wrestling. Now it's the opposite.
0: That's fucking awesome. Let's go into the Florentine house. Now, your dad was a fan of wrestling, he, or he took he – yeah. Oh, so it wasn't, he wasn't taking you. He's like, I'm going, you can come with me.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, he uh, was, so, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, why so you were
0: jamming in. up his night probably.
2: Yeah, if I couldn't get in, forget <laughs> it, he probably would have <laughs> just left me at Penn Station.
0: <laughs> All right, let's go into the Florentine house growing up. Growing up, uh, obviously the bathroom was probably uh, a chaotic situation. Do you remember what kind of soap your mom would get you? Obviously it was probably a bar. Do you remember what it was?
2: If I had to guess, it was probably cheap, the cheapest soap, because my dad had a, you know, seven kids, so he'd probably get it at, like, No Frills was a brand back then.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, no, that is we, that a real thing?
2: Yeah, it was a real thing. It was called No Frills. <laughs> Come on, that's garbage. <laughs> they would sell, like, paper towels, paper plates, probably soap. I remember there was one aisle in the store, like a half an aisle. It was just No Frills shit. So some of the stuff he would get it would be in the No Frills aisle. So it was definitely cheap soap. It, I don't think it was ivory because ivory was like the top of the line then. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, was the, that was the Cadillac. What do you use now? Do you use like gel, or did you do you step it up a little bit now that you know you're older and got a little bit of cash? or you still go no frills? No, you know I
2: used to always take them from the hotels and use that.
1: <laughs> That's garbage. That is yeah, a garbage.
2: move. I always take them. Like I'm taking, I'm taking it and using home, and then you taking just- the
1: hair dryer and the robes and shit. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> take the iron you know <laughs> I took the soap and the shampoos and conditioners for years
1: yeah
2: um but now I probably just uh, yeah probably better I don't know what soap it is I got it uh I don't know but it's not shitty soap
1: yeah it's just okay
2: good yeah my friend's actually got a boutique so I get her soap there it's probably Ooh. some organic shit but I just do it to support
0: her there you go little boutique action now let me ask you do you think your
1: garbage or no? Yeah. What would you say? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like I've, you know, I've been a fan for for years. Listen to all your like, you know, all your stuff. So I definitely know you're, you know, you're definitely a little rough around the edges when it comes to like partying and girls and stuff like that. But I don't know if you're garbage. You well, seem pretty. It what garbage means? Yeah, it depends. Well, the it no will... thrills isn't a good start. I can <laughs> tell you that. Yeah, stealing the stealing the shampoo from the fucking Motel Six.
2: That was nothing. I mean, you know, is it garbage when we're we out tailgating and we have this one drunk friend that gets so drunk he doesn't know where he is half the time, and we pissed him in a cup and we gave it to him as a beer and he drank it. Is that I mean, is that garbage? Because we—that's a that. good
1: time. Whatever it is, that is, is a good fucking time. And he made
2: that face. he went like this, <laughs> and then just kept talking. <laughs> What is know, this an I, import it was 90 degrees out so he's like all right they just gave me a warm beer you uh, know at first, he wasn't but that was the case he made he wasn't sure and then he just kept talking about 30 seconds later
1: i love so how I, he I, muscle I through
2: you get that to a friend
1: oh no
0: <laughs> you still
1: talk to that guy
0: yeah <laughs> dude as fun as the 80s and 90s were like growing up in the suburbs the 70s must have been fucking awesome
2: I just remember, you know, as a kid, I grew up, like, I had this neighborhood. All of us were friends. We had a baseball field. Like, we had a pool, community pool, and it was a baseball field there. We had the woods in our backyard. We got home from school at 3 o'clock. I think maybe we did our homework for a half hour. And then our parents would go, okay, be back home at 6 o'clock for dinner. Yeah. That was yeah. it. And you were gone for two and a half hours every day playing football in someone's backyard. We had the baseball field. we get a game together there, or we just go in the woods and just, you know, fucking just mess around
1: yeah so just like, look yeah, at different
2: magazines tracks. let out fireworks or just hang out
1: yeah
0: that's trash man that's trash it's funny. yeah I but so
2: it was just like be, be almost six o'clock and that was it so that was pretty you know it was great we're all pretty much friends all the kids in the neighborhood we'd all get together you had our little clicks and all that stuff so uh yeah that was pretty much what we did
0: that but community no, pool's not there anymore right
2: yeah it's still there yeah wow oh, Shit. Yeah, so that would be open, you know, Memorial Day to Labor Day or whatever. So we go down there and, you know, we'd always try to get the lifeguard wet. We'd jump off the diving board and do a, <laughs> do a cannonball or try to get him wet sitting up yeah. there. That's all we did the whole day. Yeah. And we knew where we were going. He's like, you guys are assholes. You know, because you jump right by, like, you know, almost by the, you know, right underneath them, jump way out there, get them with a cannonball. And your friend goes, yeah, you got them wet. And they would just be mad or whatever, just being dicks.
1: At, now, did you that? I at my swim club, we did it. I thought it was normal, but the more we do this show, no one knows what the fuck I'm talking about. We used to, they like the pool people used to grease a watermelon and throw it in, and then you would have to like try to get it to the other end of the pool. There was like teams. Did you guys do that at all? No, I never heard that. Yeah, apparently, yeah, was, apparently, my either. town was just a bunch of fucking hillbillies.
0: I
2: guess. Yeah, no, I never heard of that.
0: <laughs> did you ever go away to like day camp or
1: sleepaway camp or anything like that? No, no camps. Yeah, that was always like rich kid shit. I felt like I, my yeah. mom, I would never go to a sleepaway camp. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, I always for a lot of the rich kids. The parents didn't want to be around them in the summer. Either.
0: <laughs> so, what would you do most summers?
2: Just play baseball in the backyard, basketball, whatever. You know, baseball went from till like the middle of July, and then I played football for a little while too. So that started like August first. Oh, we just hang out. Yeah, we just hang yeah. out and fucking, you know, play stickball. That was a big thing we played when we were kids. <laughs> stickball
1: was big. Stickball.
2: stickball
0: was fucking great. Yeah. All right, let's lock into some questions here, Kip, You want to kick it off?
1: I gotcha. Um, hmm. Have you ever snuck onto a golf course to go sledding? No. Okay.
2: Have no, you ever snuck on a for- golf course to do something more fucked up? No, I was never at night. No, I've never, you know, I've never, I've been golfing like two times before. I'm a lefty. They never had clubs. <laughs> I didn't want to buy clubs. I don't want to get up at six o'clock in the morning. And they go fucking golf when I'm on the ropes. A lot of comedians would do that. Yeah, a lot of people. So do I never that, really but... got into it. So, yeah, but yeah. no, I never snuck. I, there was. I was never really around golf courses.
1: We did that in Philly. My dad took us and I'm like, my, we were like hopping. A, I was a kid and we were, I remember hopping a fence with my dad. And I think if like they break into the course, I'm thinking anytime you have to hop a fence and like, with your, your father or parental figure, it's never a good sign. You're doing something wrong. So you went sleigh riding on the golf course? The yeah, way? like at <laughs> night, we would break in, like we would like sneak onto the course and he would they'd be like throwing kids over the fence so we could like go, you know, end up ruining the fairway or whatever.
0: Nice. All right, let's get back into the house here. Growing up, um, what cho- what brand of chocolate milk would your mom get you? Uh, no chocolate milk. No chocolate mm. milk in the house at all. Was your mom hardcore?
2: No, my dad just, you know, there was too many of us. It would it'd be gone in two seconds. So he wouldn't buy it because it was just, you know, we'd fight over it. And, you know, he's just like, I got to feed seven kids. I can't afford chocolate milk.
0: Your dad was the one that went to the grocery store. That's the picture I'm getting.
2: Oh, yeah. And he would drag us to go with him. You know, to, he'd pick two or three of us. And he, he'd go to like four or five different stores because he always had coupons. I'm like, Dad, you're driving, you're driving 15 more miles to go save 50 cents. <laughs> I can't even figure it out as a kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. start uh, doing the math seat. in the back he was a seat.
2: Seat, But he loved to bargain. You know what yeah. I mean? He had a Cadillac, but he loved to—he'd save fifty cents on eggs. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's awesome. What uh? What grocery store do you go to now? That's a big one.
2: Uh, there's like a Wegmans near my house. Ooh. Wegmans is,
1: Wegmans is also, clean living.
2: The foods I used to go to in the beginning, but I don't really go to anymore. But yeah, pretty much like way. There's also like this local Italian place near my house, which is great. Oh,
1: they're the best. Dude. Oh, they, yeah, they got the best rolls, the best meats a lot of yeah. times.
2: So I go to support them, you know, the local businesses.
0: That's great. You, you, you live in a single family home now, or is it a condo? Single family home. So do you have a garage
2: fridge now? No, but I have one in my basement. It the just for just nice. here. Yeah, nice. second fridge
1: just for drinks and shit. Yeah, there's yeah, only
2: man. beer, yeah. And I have another little like Monster Energy refrigerator I got from the company. Oh they that's gave it cool. to me, and I just I only but I only have water and like um you know, sparkling water drinks in there for kids, like my yeah. son and his friends.
1: But that's the, awesome.
2: Yeah, but the refrigerator's just beer downstairs. I don't care I have any beer in the refrigerator upstairs.
1: Yeah. Do you I uh keep- is your basement finished? Yeah.
0: Do you have like sorry go was it finished when you bought the house or did you remodel that's the only
2: reason I bought the house it was a finished basement with a bar <laughs>
0: with a bar that's <laughs> yeah, big like, I'm man
2: in, I'm in. I don't give a fuck about anything else <laughs> I don't care if it's a 1970s toilet <laughs> I don't care if it's wallpaper yeah it was a finished
1: basement I'm like I'm in that's, that, awesome. that's yeah that's, that's that's a big that's a big middle class suburban dream is to have that finished basement with a bar yeah. that's like every dad's dream
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Every yeah. one of my friends has it too. Yeah, but Yeah.
1: Do you have any games? Do you have like a ping pong table or a pool table, bumper pool, or the 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 top of the line is a shuffle board? If you can get your hands on a shuffle board.
2: But yeah, shuffle board. But where would you put the shuffle board, though?
1: People have them in their basements if they have like a big basement. They have it really? like yeah, no. like the like the ones at the bar that you slide the metal disc on. Oh the wooden right, cable. one of those. Yeah right. Yeah. Okay yeah. No, I um I have that like uh, pop a Papa shot. That uh, oh,
0: basketball. They, that's pretty
2: the legit. The single one I got it in the garage for my my son and his friends to play. That's
0: nice. That's pretty legit. And I got to tell you, as a little kid, you you'd come across it every once in a while. But from your son's perspective, his friends, if I walked into somebody's house and they had like uh like you like you're saying like the 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 Red Bull cooler or whatever or something like that, that shit, like what the fuck does your dad do? That used to blow you away when you'd see something like that.
2: Yeah, they love it, you know, because they they could go in there and they got drinks. And then I have like a, you know, uh, a cabinet where there's all snacks in there. So they'll go down there and they just hang out down there and open them up and get their drinks. I just say, stay away from the booze. They know that, you know, they're young anyway. But the Papa Shot thing was only like 300 bucks. I thought it was going to be like three grand. I'm like, (laughs) I thought 300. I'm like, all right, 300 bucks. I'll get it.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's back. so trashy. That's awesome. Dude, my yeah. buddy had one growing up. We would spend fucking hours in the basement doing that. Hours. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, you know, he's got that. It's good for when his friends come over and stuff. But, yeah, it's good to have a refrigerator. You separate the booze. You put mm-hmm. the water into one.
0: Uh-huh.
2: You know, the sparkling grape drinks, whatever the fuck that is. You put them in there, too, with the waters. And, you know, the other refrigerator is all beer, just liquor.
1: Yeah, that's the American dream, man. Yeah, it oh. is. What kind of snacks do
0: you hook up for, for the little guy now?
2: You know, they got chips, popcorn, pretzels.
0: Old you know, school. Pretty, yeah. yeah. You get him any go or any Lunchables or anything like that?
2: Nah, he doesn't. None of that shit. No? <laughs> no, nah, he's regular stuff. You know what I just found? And I found, you know, I used to eat this as a kid. I don't know if it was. I remember in the 70s, my dad would always get us his tree tavern frozen pizza.
1: Tree tavern? I don't tavern. know that.
2: Yeah, you know, it was a frozen pizza you buy, and I we used to eat it as kids, and it was it was amazing, right? And I just saw it. I was in a Quick Check the other day getting shit, and I saw it in there. Like, oh, I haven't seen this fucking thing in twenty five years, so now my kid loves it. So I, I go to Quick Check to get Tree Tavern pizza that <laughs> I had it as a kid, and he loves it now.
0: What the fuck's a Quick Check?
2: It's like a, a Wawa, yeah, like oh, a okay. convenience
0: store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a convenience store. Yeah, I thought it was a check cashing place. I'm like, but that's first the all,
2: place that sells this okay yeah. frozen pizza you know <laughs> yeah like they coffee.
1: got the north american distribution rights the quick check though. <laughs> it must be yeah <laughs> nothing's better than a good frozen pizza man you get your hands on a good frozen pizza i'm a it's it's bougie to me we grew up with tombstone but now i get in the french bread stouffer's french bread is fucking clean living
2: elio's pizza was another one we used to, oh, to, to
1: yeah. always big big elio's family yeah. elio's
0: pizza in a couple
1: episodes of hogan's heroes fucking good <laughs> night we were so trashy i think we called it elio's for the longest time
2: Heck of elio's elio's yeah day. i think it's
1: as i got older i'm like we were saying it wrong for fucking 15 years so your dad would hook you up with
0: that he'd get you he'd get you elio's pizza would he get you like what was the ice cream situation there would, would he be able to bring that shit in the house or would it be ravaged
2: he would, like, Friday was pizza night, so you could, you only know, could have the pizza on Friday. That was the thing. Okay. Sometimes we could get it from a pizza place, but other times we'd just have Elio's, and we were happy with that. The yeah. ice cream definitely wasn't Briar's. If there was Breyers, because <laughs> that was, like, the top brand at the time, it, that was his ice cream. You couldn't touch it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, you put a note on
2: it, Dad's. So we get the more, the whatever, the... The generic not the number yeah, other like, ice cream which was fine as a kid I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, we would get the the big the one in the big clear tub. Like remember it was like oh. it was like it was like a four galloner. That yeah. would be sitting in our freezer for fucking most of the summer.
2: But there was a lot of any of the real good stuff, expensive stuff that's always had a dad's uh note on it that you couldn't touch
0: it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't touch. <sighs> that's yeah. vicious. My dad was a Sherbert guy, and I was not touching that as a little kid. I was like, give yeah, me the fucking, yeah, give, give me the chocolate and vanilla swirl, buddy. You yeah. keep that fruit shit to yourself. You don't like Sherby? You're not
2: a Sherby guy? I mean, it's all right, but as a kid, you'd rather, much rather ice cream. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I thought it was like French or something. I'm like, get this <laughs> the fuck out of my house. Yeah. What's this, Russian? Get this commie <laughs> shit out of my fucking house. Um,
0: <clears throat> okay.
1: All right, I got one. Uh, has anyone in your family ever owned a Dodge Neon?
2: Probably not. I used to have a Toyota Tercel,
1: though. Oh, I, yeah, I used to get beer from a guy who drove a Toyota Tercel. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Florentine. <laughs> probably.
2: <laughs> no, I uh, yeah, I ran, I, I I, I sold it to somebody after it had like a hundred ninety three thousand dollars on it. Oh yeah. Shit. I still got like a grand for the car.
1: Damn. Was it the hatchback one?
2: No. No. It was just, yeah. Uh, was like it? The- yeah, it was the four-door. Mm-hmm. It was a 1993. I when I started doing com I was doing comedy a couple of years and I, I got a college agent somehow. Yeah. And I made like six grand in in like a couple of months doing colleges, like 750 bucks a piece or whatever. Like hold I never had that much money ever. Mm-hmm. And I took that money and I put it down on a, a brand new car. So I said, I'm gonna be doing all these gigs. So I bought a, a Tercel was like nine thousand. I put six thousand down on a nine thousand dollar car paid the rest off or whatever, and just went out and bought a brand new Toyota to sell and drove it for probably like seven years. Damn. It was amazing. It never broke down once. It needed tires every 30,000, 40,000 miles, but other than that, an the oil change, it was an amazing car.
0: Yeah, those cars were so... The American car industry got fucking crucified. That, those, I hated those- it.
2: I really wanted to buy American. You know, my friend was buying Ford. i go, I'd like to buy a Ford, but are you going to pick me up on the side of the road in Connecticut <laughs> yeah. at three in the morning yeah. when I'm coming yeah. home on the gig?
1: Dude, I had I had a Chevy. My first one was a ninety five Chevy Lumina, I think. Like an old like grandfather car, you know, dude. And that thing broke down every there was something wrong with it every two days. Every two days it was like, ah, three hundred bucks here, two fifty there, twenty there. Yeah. I, I would have killed for it or so.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> All
1: right, Foley, what do you got?
0: Uh, I wanna stay in the car with him. Um, did you ever or do you now have a radar detector in your car?
2: i used to definitely i had one for a little while but it was so annoying it would go off all the time yeah yeah it didn't work I, yeah i maybe had it for like six months i tried it mm-hmm. i don't really speed that much you know so i was like what do i need this thing for and it would constantly go off and just annoy the shit out of me so
1: um staying in the car as well did you ever have a cb radio no okay
0: did you ever own an IROC z a Am, or a z28 no I was never a car guy. I'm always been like, even now, I got a Honda Accord.
2: I'm like, just I was never big in the cars and flashy shit. I'm like, I don't need that stuff. Like, i okay. am trying to impress? I don't know. Okay. To me, I was just, my, some of my family members. They love the car, cars and shit like that. Me, I'm just like, I just want satellite radio and 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 uh <laughs> and um uh, cruise control. I tell my sister an air conditioner. She goes, well, that comes with every car. I go, that's all I want. That's all I need. She to helps me get, get a car.
0: Wait, do you uh, use cruise control now? You still use cruise yeah, control? I
2: use, yeah, always, especially on the highway. If it's 65, I'll set it for like 72, and I won't get pulled over. So I just keep it at 72. Even if I'm driving through a 40-mile-an-hour zone, I'll put it at like 43, 44. I just use cruise, cruise control.
0: On the regular street? See, I'm always worried that, like, I'll forget that I'm driving. Oh, yeah. It's like your foot's you know—your foot's just chilling there.
2: Well, don't you see a car in front of you, and you know you got to stop? <laughs> I, know, I I still pay attention.
1: He's not. He's not the sharpest tool. Florentine.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. I the cruise control is great because then you just set it where you know. All right. I'm not going to get a speeding ticket. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm not going to. I'm not going to set it at 90 and a 55. But I know <laughs> I can get away with 65 and a 55.
1: Yeah. There you go. I don't think I've ever used it. Um, have you ever put bumper stickers on your car?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. It uh-huh, was like what? Like the first couple of cars, mostly like Black Sabbath, Ozzy <laughs> Osbourne, Judas Priest, <laughs> Motorhead. I never put anything on after that. I, and then I realized this is immature.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're doing it as an adult, it's a tough I already struggle.
2: got Black Sabbath cranking from my stereo system with the windows <laughs> open with a super loud system so everybody can hear. Do I really need a bumper sticker, too?
1: Did you, do you have a, a sound system in your car now, like an upgraded system?
2: No, but I did. It. That's the first thing you did when you were a kid. You got your yeah, out. An amazing sound system. I think yeah. the sound system... I My first car cost $300. The sound system was... <laughs> spent i spent more on that but yeah.
1: it was that's a real garbage thing dude i did the okay. same thing i, I did i spent like 700 bucks to put a cd player in my in my fucking chevy lumina and it was like this big and we got to take the whole dash out it didn't go back on it was a mess yeah toyota a stick or an automatic i can't remember if
0: you said that it was a stick it was a stick man that's fucking kids don't know how to drive stick anymore
2: yeah, and a stick. You know, I looked at it like this. Okay, I could drive a stick, and I'm going to be doing mostly highway mileage. You know, driving these gigs, and then also you got better gas mileage too. A stick, yeah, open
1: with yeah.
0: Gas
2: mileage.
1: Yeah, I never even learned. Never learned to drive stick. I valeted once. I valeted one summer, and they like taught me in the parking. Like I could like get it from where it was into the parking spot, but a stick car would come in like once every you know ten weeks. Never happened.
0: What jobs did you have growing up as a kid, Jim?
2: Dishwasher, busboy, uh, and landscaping. Yeah, oh,
0: landscaping.
1: Was three, three of the big ones. ones. What? How old were you when you started working? Fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> we were, That's a big thing on the show. Is like what you learn as a fourteen-year-old when you have like when you're working with like real men or like ex-cons or like people getting back on their feet. The shit you learn as a fourteen-year-old washing dishes, you can't learn anywhere else.
2: Yeah, I was a busboy and dishes and yeah, pretty much, I've been working, I've maybe taken three, the coronavirus is the longest I've not worked (laughs) since I was 14 years old. I always had two, three, then I worked in a hardware store, you know, I worked in the garden shop and I would make deliveries like lawnmowers and stuff like that, so I did that for a while. But yeah, I was always, but 14 is when I started.
0: Mm, Nice. Do you currently own any Omaha steaks? No. Never have.
1: Good. Never had him. No. Classy. Okay. Um, has anyone in your family ever been in the contraption known as a money booth? Where you stand in the telephone booth and grab the money that blows around?
2: Um, I'd say probably not. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> okay.
1: They made my mom do it at the car dealership the one time. I was embarrassed to say really? the least. <laughs> yeah. Fucking grown woman reaching for $1 bills to Lower her monthly payment.
0: Have you ever gotten a haircut outside? Hmm.
1: It's usually not by a licensed no,
2: professional. I, would, no. I, used, I used to go to my friend's uh, house. His wife would cut my hair. I was trying to think if we ever did outside. But I've done it in her, in her kitchen before, yeah. Ah,
0: oh, that's classy. Growing up, did who cut your hair when you guys were kids? Did they take you to the barber or did your mom or dad do it?
1: No,
2: we t- took us to a
1: barber. Okay. Yeah. um Have you ever had your picture taken in one of those old timey photos? No, I hate that. Oh, dude, they're the fucking worst. They're worst.
2: I, I remember being with girlfriends and they want to do that on the walk or whatever. am like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. No.
0: Yeah, because then you guys break up and then you're the fucking dickhead in the picture with the new guy that's banging. They're like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't want <laughs> With
1: like a fake Tommy movie. gun and a stupid fucking hat on. Get out of here. Get out of here.
0: Do you currently own a drone? No. Do you right. have you ever owned a paintball gun? No. A T-shirt gun. No. No. I not, figured, what's he doing? Halftime at the Knicks done, games?
2: Never went paintball. I never did that before.
0: I mean, the T-shirt gun, I figured he probably, he could have picked one up over the years.
1: Oh yeah, I could see that. I I could <laughs> um, have you ever sold anything at a flea market?
2: No, but I I go to the flea. I would go to the flea market and buy stuff. Yeah, that was a big thing. There's a flea market near my house, and me and my friends would go there every Saturday and Sunday, one of the days, and just mm-hmm. walk around and buy used albums or get sneakers there or whatever so we'd always that was the that was fucking best and I bring my kid there the same one I used to go to mm-hmm. you know just buy you by shit
1: yeah I think it's yeah. the unknown too because you're like we would get like I'd go get like a pocket knife or like somebody would have fireworks or something it was like shit you shouldn't be buying you could get as a kid at a flea market
2: oh absolutely yeah, yeah. I mean, where I got fireworks last last year I got them all at this, <laughs> at this flea market I mean, my would <laughs> let them off I'm my like, perfect yeah. Air,
1: you gotta you always had to ask for the good stuff it would be like some asian lady
2: yeah and they'd be in the back in the car they wouldn't back put it in the
1: van them. yeah
2: we uh we used to get used sneakers there too oh like they would sell used sneakers they were you know they weren't that worn and we, but we get them for like 15 bucks yeah and the pair would usually be like 40 and we'd buy them that's
0: great hmm. did you ever get arrested when you were a kid never not once nope Pretty sweet. Pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, did you ever wear a T-shirt in the pool?
2: I would um, say, yeah. As a kid? Yeah. No. Okay. And We go swimming all the time. No, I never did that.
0: You weren't chubby as a kid, were you? Were you a chubby kid or skinny oh, kid? Oh,
2: super skinny.
0: Yeah,
1: you're okay. in good shape. You're silky. You're still in good shape.
2: Well, I, um, say, yeah, there was- was, I guess there wasn't enough food to go around.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even have the bougie ice cream. I remember
2: I weighed 87 pounds when I was in seventh grade because I was on the wrestling team.
1: Jesus. Damn.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, 87. My son's just like,
1: 87? Yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, Um, Kip. All right. Um, Have you ever had the Oscar Mayer cheese dogs with the cheese already in them? Come on.
2: What? This guy's bougie, man. (laughs) I know. I have Oscar Mayer bologna in that pack. Yeah. yeah, you have to rip the ends off. You can never eat the ends. Of that. I know. Do the that was <laughs> that was definitely cancerous. That rubber shit. That was oh,
0: sure was. You weren't a liverwurst
2: guy, were you? Oh no, not liverwurst. But that bologna was nasty.
0: What? Oh,
2: I fucking love I mean, it. I, I liked it when I when I when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I remember trying it like probably like fifteen years ago. Like, oh, what? This, this, this,
1: this, you know what I had the other day? It's pretty fucking good. I bought a bag of the Hormel's pre-sliced pepperoni and was just okay, popping those. Was... They were fucking – I haven't done that in a decade. That's clean living right there.
0: Hormel was real shifty, man. That was right <laughs> up there with Dinty Moore beef stewed. You remember that, Jim? <laughs> No, I don't remember that. Oh, Dinty beef stew was like fucking roadkill meat. It was terrible. I was a chunky man. I don't know about you guys. We got in our house. Yeah. salami. Did you guys We had salami. Yeah, we always got salami.
2: That was, was nasty too. And some when it came on that roll. Like he would cut it off the roll, like it came out like a long, like a foot long thing. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was a tough look in the in the cafeteria because you knew there was three kids in in, in the cafeteria that had fucking uh, salami on their lunch, and you could pinpoint them out like they were Google Maps. <laughs> <And, laughs> yeah, it reached,
2: and blush whenever you burp too. It, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that hangs I, with I, you for a burp, couple just days. Burp, just a burp, and then burp in the people, you know, my friend's face like <laughs> after I burp
1: oh Oh,
0: my god that's too fucking funny
1: that's good all right um let's see here have any of your homes ever had green carpeting
2: um yeah i just i'm trying to remember yes there was green something
1: yeah yeah
2: it's always it's always a weird vibe sorry go yeah there was green somewhere definitely Mm
1: mm-hmm if you still have green carpeting, it's definitely time to update. If anybody still has that, you just looked at the floor. No, I don't know. I'm like shit.
0: <laughs> do you currently still use spray on deodorant? Yes, you do. Oh. You're using spray.
2: What do you got? Right guard? Um, no, it's some I don't know, some like organic shit.
1: Okay, spray that's a little bit. The it's organic, or whatever,
2: stain. like that. I used to break out. Like if I used that regular shitty deodorant, I don't know. I'd always break. I'd be sweating like a maniac, and I, I would, I always had sweat. I always had big pit stains when I was a kid, which was the worst.
0: Oh, that's bad. I never
2: wanted to be in class with big pit stains. I used to put toilet paper under mm-hmm. in my armpits to dry it up. Yeah, pieces of toilet paper sticking out when I'm in class. Yeah. So I, that shit never was So I finally found like the, or the spray that works. I you, but then I, I would use the roll-on like that. Tom stuff I tried too. That worked for a little
0: while. It is, See, I don't think any of that organic shit works good. I want, I want fucking Flex Seal. I want. Well, yeah,
1: you need the aluminum. It's the aluminum that stops it. So all yeah. like the organic shit doesn't have the aluminum. But some of them you can get that'll fucking like like quarterizes the fucking. The, there
2: was uh, no, there was no better smell than men in speed stick. Oh, oh,
0: so good! It was, was
2: good, amazing. dude. I'd be pitting out like like I just ran a marathon in a fucking in a desert within ten minutes with that on, but it smelled yeah. amazing.
1: I know <laughs> it had like a little bit of hint of like medicinal smell to it. You know what yeah. I mean?
2: Yeah, and girls loved it too that smell. But it's just like you know, no girls coming near me when I'm pitting <laughs> out, and I'm in air conditioning.
0: Uh, were you a are you a cologne guy?
2: Never, never. never. I wore for a little bit. I I don't believe in cologne. Do you remember it's what normal. you wore? It's overrated.
0: Do you remember what you wore when you wore it for a little bit? A brute. Ooh. Ooh.
1: brute is a fucking man's cologne, buddy. Oh, yeah.
0: An old spice,
2: old spice, yeah, old spice. Did your yeah. pop wear cologne? Yeah, he wore cologne.
1: What did well, he go for?
2: Probably, probably brute too. Oh, I think that's yeah. where I originally discovered it in his bathroom.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's My old step- school. My stepdad's a Stetson man. Still, oh, he dude. Hard. Dude, every bottle comes with fucking spurs on those those things.
2: Yeah, I just stopped with the perfume. I don't know with the uh, cologne, and I don't know. I, I don't even like a when a girl wears a lot of perfume, it fucking turns me off.
1: Yeah, you're like tasting it and shit. It's all yeah, it's all over your yeah. hands. Yeah, it's gross. Growing up,
0: did your family have an electric bug zapper in the backyard at no. any point? Never.
1: Kippy. Um, okay, have you ever had a KFC bowl?
2: no i don't know what that is okay that's
1: good it's just a bowl of fucking shit it's like they it's like layers of like uh it starts off with uh, i don't even think they make it anymore but it starts off with like mashed potatoes gravy cheese corn chicken cheese again i think
2: okay no it's just like
1: a whole mess of whatever they got back in a fucking bowl and they give it to you sounds pretty good to me
2: yeah we you know we'd have kfc once in a while maybe like Twice a year my dad would splurge and we'd go to Kentucky Fried Chicken because that was the top of the line stuff. Yeah. So to like twice a year he'd bring the family there or he'd bring it back home and we'd eat it.
0: hmm When was the last time you ate fast food in your car? You just sat there and ate it.
2: Oh yeah, I took my kid to White Castle a few oh, weeks ago. <laughs> there,
1: you go. there you go. That's a good dad right there.
2: Yeah, we we watched uh um I How I want- Kumar. Oh yeah, go to White House. Go to White House, <laughs> and it was one right by. I did was one right by our house, so we went to the drive-through. It was open, and we sat
0: in the parking lot and ate it. That's God, the fucking best, man. That's the absolute best.
1: Um, have you ever been to Cancun? Yes. For what was it? For like, uh, There was just- comedy
2: shows there. Okay. One? They were doing comedy shows. This book, the Shady Booker book. <laughs> Every enjoyed, Booker
1: ever is a Shady Booker.
2: He goes, You're going to Cancun. I think we're getting like $300 for the week. I'm like, I don't <laughs> think we're doing shows like six days out of the week.
1: Uh, okay.
2: We get there. There's only one hotel room for three comedians because uh, we're staying in the resort and the comedy clubs in the resort. The first night, all three of us slept in the same bed.
1: Jesus Christ.
2: And we could call on a guy. We're trying to get in contact with him from Cancun, you know, and then we wind up getting a second room. So we had two rooms, but yeah, it was shady, but it was great. Cancun was great.
0: Yeah. Who were those comedians? Do we know them? Are they still, are they still
2: around? Uh, no. One was uh, this guy, Danny Vermont. He's a writer for uh, Bill Maher's show. He's been out in L.A. for a long time. Oh, okay. Nice. And I can't remember the other guy, but it was, it was sketchy. And then we went to a strip club. We told the taxi to bring it. And he took us like 20 miles outside of Cancun. <laughs>
1: in the middle of nowhere. And every, fu- every, every minute you go, you're getting more and more nervous. Of like, where the fuck are you taking me? If you ever see, you ever
2: see from dusk till dawn when they go to that strip clubs, up popped up in the middle of nowhere, Mexico. Mm-hmm. That's what it felt like. We went yes. in like five minutes, like we're gonna get killed, and we lucky the cab was still there and he took us
0: back. <laughs> Have you ever gone to uh, any of the resorts like Sandals or Hedonism or anything like that? No. Okay. What about a yeah. cruise? You a cruise guy?
2: I went on one cruise with an ex girlfriend. I hated it.
1: Yeah, you don't um, seem like a cruise guy at I, all.
2: There is, there is like a heavy metal cruise. It's called Monsters of Rock Cruise every <laughs> year where they have a bunch of different bands on, like bands from the 80s. And I go on every, to the last four years, well, I'll host, I'll introduce the bands, I do a comedy show. So um, I do that. So yeah,
1: I, that's working though. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I wouldn't
2: go if I wasn't getting paid.
1: Yeah. Um, have you ever gambled at an Indian casino?
2: Yeah. I'm not a big gambler but I have gambled a little yeah in the indie casino yeah yeah okay
0: Have you ever been have you ever hung out at an OTB
2: Yeah I had a friend that was a big gambler and he would um he would go there so I'd be in there I'm like this is pathetic
1: no, it's a I, sad I, I, scene He was
2: in really good shape I said you're the only guy with six pack abs in an OTB <laughs> Just know that ever
1: It's a bad lineup every it time is. you go in there man all the fucking tickets that's on the a, ground and shit.
2: That's when you know you got a gambling problem.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're not even going to the track. I'll go to the track and make a day out of it. You see the horses.
2: Yeah. Like, that's your, like
1: BYOB, yeah. that's an event. But if you're at the fucking OTB in Queens or like Newark or something, you really fucked up.
2: It was <laughs> the same time I was bringing them to one of my gigs and we had to listen to a, like a flyer exhibition game. And on the radio, on an AM static radio, because he had the under in the front.
1: <laughs> What's the under on a hockey game?
2: Zee? I don't know what it was. Maybe one and a half or two, <laughs> yeah. whatever it was. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me! I can't listen to this. He goes, no, come on, they got to score. I need one more.
0: <laughs> an exhibition
2: game, an too. Exhibition what the fuck? Even, it wasn't even regular season. You're betting uh, on the Pro Bowl like a fucking. I turn like down a commercial. I'm like, this is when you. This is your rock bottom. This is <laughs> it.
1: Oh man, I think that's fucking so funny. I think I only got one more left here. Um have you ever requested to sit in a smoking section?
2: I don't think so. Okay. Maybe. You know what? Probably, because if I went to the restaurant and there was only tables in the smoking section, my guy put me over there. So yeah, yeah. I would say I did
1: then. Yeah. That was, we, I mean, I lived in the smoking section all through the night. I, I thought you were a pussy if you didn't. My dad, we would just go in He'd be like, smoking. Table for four, smoking. We were just hanging out and oh, fucking people were just baking it out with Newports the whole time.
2: Yeah, because I was, you know, before I did comedy, I was a DJ in a rock club and then the ah. comedy club. So I was always in smoke. And I, yeah. so I'm like, right, I didn't like it, but I was like, whatever, the smoke, I'll just deal with it. So in a restaurant, I'm not not give a shit. That was an occupation. Now if I feel someone smoking around me, it freaks me out.
1: I know. It's weird. Yeah. That was an occupational hazard for a comedian was the smoke. I mean, you were, if you were in clubs seven nights a week and they were just smoking in there. There were some
2: clubs like you couldn't see like a foot off the stage because of the smoke. Like you do two shows on a Saturday. I remember in St. Louis, the club there, fucking just everybody smoking. It looked like there was a fog machine in the place. (laughs) You couldn't do crowd work because you couldn't see. What you're
0: <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. uh, I just got two more questions for you. Um, one, I want to know have you ever been or involved in a monster truck show? No. Never. No.
2: I mean, I'm white trash, but not that much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're, I, dude, so far, man. Yeah, your good. answers are pretty good. Yeah. Ah, you're all class. Um, just one last question would be, this is a big thing on Are You Garbage, is growing up, would you get milk with dinner? Did you drink milk with dinner? Jim Florentine.
2: I would say no, because what what would go with milk?
0: Thank you. Thank nothing. No dinner goes with milk. Everything goes with milk.
2: No, because like if we had cereal, obviously in the morning we were a big cereal family. So that was the milk, and then maybe if you had cookies later, you would have milk with it. Yeah. And never a dinner. I mean, because we either had pizza, pasta, a hamburger. So who the fuck?
1: There's lunatics, Jim. There's lunatics out there that would sit down with a bowl of pasta and a big glass of fucking two percent and just yeah, right here.
2: Milk with milk with what? 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 Dinner would you have milk with?
0: We'd have milk. I would as kids, we got milk with every single meal. Doesn't matter if it was pizza, pasta, meatloaf was a big one. Steak, ha- hamburgers. Yeah. I love all that stuff with milk. I love
2: that's pizza and milk. It. It's gross. Did you when you got older, did you realize that milk wasn't on the menu when you <laughs> that, went to the place? Maybe that's didn't.
1: my exact argument. Thank you. Yeah. Well, well, you know, I,
2: it was it was that whole theory with the parents is that you drink milk, your bones get bigger, you yeah. grow bigger.
1: That whole thing. Yeah, I was good marketing, by the fuck. If My big milk, I'll tell you that I know it was. Like,
2: oh, you got a lot of calcium. Your bones are going to grow. I think they could grow on their own.
1: Yeah, everybody else seems to be doing all right without the, without the milk. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, no milk
0: with dinner. I got to tell you, uh, Jim Florentine, you're all class in my He's book a classy brother. guy. Yeah. Classy guy. Might be the first, like, really, really true all class throughout everything. I didn't really hear anything other than things that like, you know, the times dictated, you know, so we set off some fireworks at a concert.
2: Right. <laughs> I told you that I had my friend, my friend drank a cup of my. Dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I. And that I, was like
2: 12 years ago. So it wasn't like when I was a kid, I can't say I was 12 when I did it.
1: Oh, I thought it was fucking 12 years ago. Yeah. Oh, was
2: that. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was we like, we were 12. talking
1: about the seventies. I thought that <laughs> and, was at like Molly hatchet or something. No. And, and, and,
2: if, and if, Tomorrow, if I went to a show, I'd do it to him again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god!
2: I'm actually mad that I'm not that I. Did no, bad.
1: you're. I think I think your your behavior's garbage. I think your upbringing was. Or yeah, your behavior. You got some questionable behavior for sure. But I think your upbringing and your your life now is, is class. Yeah, it's all class. All class. You got the finished basement, you know, fucking you're shopping at a Wegmans. I mean, there's some animals out there that are like fucking, you know.
0: Yeah, organic spray on deodorant. I don't even know where you get that.
1: <laughs> That's rich
2: guy shit right there. You get That's class. Class. It's not that expensive. You get a Wegmans, but no, but I, I still pit out. Like if I wear regular deodorant, <laughs> I still have fucking stains. And, you know, you don't want to be on stage like that before it was even comedy, I'd be at. But you're on stage with these huge pit stains. That's what everybody's going to be focusing on. Like, what the hell's wrong with this guy?
0: Oh, they'd be trashing you now. Oh, my God. So
2: I just, I don't know. It works for me. I'm like, all right, if I got to pay an extra dollar for this, not to have, you know. Yeah. I can wear that same T-shirt the next day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're all trying uh,
1: to become, actually. We all wish we had the extra dollar for the organic deodorant in the finished basement. And the dude on monster energy that's trashy but fucking clean living yeah that's no, pretty yeah,
2: awesome man I, I had like a they, uh, they endorsed me for like a year or whatever so I just yeah. go I did my podcast by monster energy
1: mm-hmm. and they
2: sent me a catalog do you want anything I go I'll take the refrigerator They're like okay we'll send it to you
1: <laughs> see that's clean living it would be yeah. trashy if you bought it if you spent yeah. like 1200 <laughs> on a monster fridge that yeah, would be trash awful, <laughs> ever. No, and use like that, that as the main fridge upstairs
0: in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be. Yeah, that would be bad.
2: I do have a Jägermeister machine in my basement. Ooh,
1: ooh that's that's see, you've achieved that what every garbage person wants. You've achieved it. Yeah. If you were to if you were to talk to some like you know some bum in the central Jersey, be like, hey, one day you'll have a fucking a finished basement with the basketball thing, a Monster Energy, a Jägermeister machine. His head would explode. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: I guess if I put it on the kitchen ta- in the kitchen, the Jägermeister mice machine. Yes,
1: it it. <laughs> exactly. If it's in the bedroom, then questionable, yeah, yeah. you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, so fun. So I'm sticking with my original assessment. Jim Florentine, all class, kippy, yeah, all Yeah, he's class. classy guy. Oh, I love it, Jim. Thank you so much, man. This has been awesome. Is there anything you want the folks out there to know that we didn't uh, that we Just, didn't already uh, mention? My podcast
2: every Monday and Thursday on Barstool Sports, wherever you get podcasts, it's called Everybody Is Awful. Two podcasts awesome. a week. They're free. Very nice.
0: Buddy, honestly, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it.
1: Kippy, is anything you
2: got? Yeah, it was good.
1: Yeah, guys, just make sure you rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, and also full video is available on YouTube, so you can uh, subscribe there as well. We appreciate all the support so far.
0: Yeah, we love you guys, and we'll see you next week for another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? One more time, Mr. Jim Florentine. Thank you so much, sir. We appreciate
1: it. Thanks,
2: man. See you, buddy.